Welcome to Admit One Multiverse, Episode 4, Film Review, Resident Evil. Welcome to Raccoon City. Let's get to it. synopsis for the new Resident Evil film is after several bizarre murders and disappearances in the Arkley Mountains the outskirts of Raccoon City the mayor of Raccoon tasks the elite teams of Raccoon City's police department stars Alpha and Bravo team to investigate until one night Bravo team become the victims and it's up to Alpha team to find them With the investigation of Bravo Team's disappearance, Alpha Team is led to a nearby mansion where they are put to the test to use all their skills and survival instincts, discovering the true horror of what resides in the mansion and what is behind the bizarre murders and disappearance in the process. That is the synopsis for the new Resident Evil movie. Oh, you know what? Hold on. That's the synopsis for my... Resident Evil movie that I'm still working on called Biohazard Resident Evil. Sorry about that. Let me read you guys the actual synopsis to the new Resident Evil film. Welcome to Raccoon City. Once the booming home of a pharmaceutical giant Umbrella Corp, the company's exodus left the city a wasteland, a dying town with great evil brewing below the surface. When that evil is unleashed, a group of survivors must work together to uncover the truth behind Umbrella and make it through the night. Resident Evil, welcome to Raccoon City. That's the actual synopsis of the new movie. Sorry about that. All right, guys. If you are a listener to my other podcast, Sigma Duocast, with my buddy Nate, you would know that I've been waiting for this moment. Uh, we talked about it. You've actually actually kind of gave you a little more in- insight to my script that I'm working on that I paused recently. But honestly, I, I think I got the motivation to go back after what I just seen. So let me just forewarn you. I am going to do my best to do a normal review as I've done with the previous Ghostbusters and previous if you've listened to my last ones. Um, but at the same time, and I'll definitely try not to spoil stuff in the beginning. But this is going to be kind of a rant. I'm sorry. It is. It, it is. I, I just got done watching the movie November 23rd. I saw it at 3 p.m. And I mean, let me put it this way. Halfway through it, not even halfway through it, I think the first 40 minutes, 30 minutes, I texted Nate and I was like, this is terrible. And mind you, I do not text during films, especially in the theater. I respect the institution of a film theater. I appreciate it. And I love for everyone to appreciate and respect the rules. Don't talk, you know, just watch the movie, cheer, gasp, 
yell when when it's required because the film's kind of making you do that. Um, don't text, don't shine lights, you know, shut the kids up if they're in there being loud. That's what I expect, you know, just mutual respect amongst everyone. I went into this movie, if again, if you're a previous listener, great. If not, I went into this movie with low expectations. Uh, I'm not, I wasn't a big fan of the Paul Anderson films. Um, I did like the first one. I will admit that I do enjoy the first Resident Evil film by Paul Anderson. I'm not that big of a fan of Mila Djokovic, which is the wife of Paul Anderson who directed, what, six Resident Evil movies. I didn't like the direction that it was just like a, almost like a over the top action movie um it was a bummer that they didn't really highlight a lot of the games sorry my watch um and whenever they did highlight the games like introduce certain characters um you know they they weren't done well they kind of were just thrown in there just to try and please fans but i i, I wasn't a big fan of those movies i really wasn't but they were enjoyable movies I mean, of of six Resident Evil movies that Anderson made, I mean, it was a it made it into a one point two billion dollar franchise in the box office. That's great. It's kind of like the Fast and the Furious movies. I'm not a big fan of them. They are a guilty pleasure. I do like watching them. Uh, they don't do well domestically, but overseas they sell fantastically. They make you know, I don't know how many of their movies have made a billion dollars um worldwide. You know, they they just it's it's a really good franchise because again, they don't have to be bad, but they're entertaining. Like you can watch and just be like, oh my God, this is dumb. Like this car is really going to go from this tower to that tower or in the latest one, this, it's uh, the magnets are so strong that it's going to tilt this car sideways and drag it through a bunch of buildings to the other side of the road. Like what is happening? But it was good. It was entertaining. It was just like one of those things where you just like, go, oh, okay, I guess, sure, why not? And that's kind of how the Resident Evil movies were. They, they were uh, entertaining. They were action. Yeah, you know, it was a little bit like, oh man, I don't know. You know, it's not it's not really Resident Evil, though. But in its core of what Resident Evil really is, you know, uh, Umbrella Company making these viruses that make superhumans and stuff like that. I mean, to in that case, I mean, it was pretty true to those stories. And I say that because this new Resident Evil movie, it was it, it, it follows the it, it. Hold on. See, I'm having to struggle. I'm, I'm a little heated. I got. I had to go back to my roots and get myself a Sigma Duo cast drink. Uh, the only problem is I don't have Terramana. So I had to do the Anejo Centrino. Centrino? I can't even speak. I made a really good drink, so I'm a little tipsy right now, guys. And uh, I'm going to try to keep it PG as much as I can, but uh, or PG-13. But uh, PG-13 films are allowed to say one F word, and I will say one F word at some point today. Okay? Anyways, um this movie tries to please the fans and it does that, but it forcibly does that. Um, I talked about Ghostbusters afterlife where they kind of were nostalgic and they pleased. They did some fan service. Great. Was good. It was well, well done. Star Wars, the force awakens. Well done. Um, there's a lot of movies that try to do that and, but they do it good. This is, in my personal opinion, not that good. It's a bad way. Um, now, in case you didn't know, I'm a big Resident Evil fan. I don't know if I would say I'm a hardcore fan. I don't know if I, if I, if I uh, qualify to call myself that in a sense. But I'm a big fan of the games. Played the games. I love a lot of the lore. Um, again, I'm writing a Resident Evil script. Um, 
you know, I, I just, I really appreciate the original trilogy, um, one, two, and three. And I think there's a really good story to tell. And I've always wanted to see a resident evil film where it had a lot of heart, where it really focused on the characters, developing the characters, us caring about the characters, um, making raccoon city, a focal point, making it as a character, um, and just really tell a well done story that casual viewers, people who know nothing about Resident Evil can go into and watch a film and understand it and enjoy it. And then fans of the series can go in there and appreciate uh, what is being told. That is my goal. That's my objective. That's what I'm writing. That's what I, I would love to see. This film does none of that besides try to please fans. And... I mean, this guy, the director, Joe, Johannes Roberts, I believe is his name, who I don't really know what movies he's made besides a shark movie, 40, 41 Below, below four, what is it called, with Mandy Moore? Let me find out for you guys. 47 Meters Down. I was way off. It's the only other movie that he's made, the only movie I've heard. And I heard it was a good movie. I haven't seen it, but he wrote and directed that movie. He's done other movies, but I've seen none of his work. This guy, I even read it in an article, like he was trying to make a story, writing a script, and then he played the Resident Evil 2 remake, and he loved it so much. He loved it so much that he literally just copied a lot of things from that game. Which again, when I want a video, when I want something based off something, especially something another media, like a video game, I don't really want to see exactly what it is but you can interpret your own way properly, which is not done in this movie. Um, a lot of the scenes that were pulled were pulled to be designed just like from the game, but with different contexts. And because it's in different contexts, it doesn't really make sense. It doesn't really go with it. And that's kind of what he does in this movie. Um, I really hope everyone's, everyone's entitled to their own opinion, but I really hope resident evil fans uh, don't pat this movie. And what I mean by that is like, they don't be like, no, it was really good. It was, it was fine. It was good. You know, it was fine. It did this and this like, no, be real, you know, be real about it. It's like Harry Potter fans. I mean, you know, that's a little bit different. Those are books. You haven't really had any other media. So you would love to see like, you know, text to, to, to video properly. Um, obviously you can't fill in a full book of a like Harry Potter book into film. So you got to change it up a bit, but try to keep it as true, you know, as, as you can to the source. Again, this movie doesn't do that, you know, and it goes back to an old quote where I remember Paul Anderson, who directed the other resident was, he said, I couldn't really make a movie just like the games because then it wouldn't be exciting. Would it be entertaining? And I've always argued, yeah, you can, if you do it correctly, I understand you got to change a few things, alter a few things. That's fine. But at the end of the day, you come back to the true heart, true source of what it is. You get the story right. This guy brought the set pieces, the PD, the outside, at least of the PD, not really the inside, um, the outside of the mansion, maybe like the main hall of the mansion. That's about it. And then a few other little elements like the orphanage that I don't, it doesn't exist until the remake, but he made it like such a big focal point in this movie. And um, and then rewrites all the characters. Almost every character, which I'll talk about in a little bit, every character has a different background, different story. 
which I would appreciate and understand, but again, it's done horribly. So, okay. I think that's been 10 minutes of just kind of ranting a little bit. I'm still going to rant some more, but now I'm going to go a little bit into the film. I'm going to take a pause and let's go. Let's go to the film. So this film comes out tomorrow, November. uh, Actually, no, technically today. It's supposed to be released, I believe, tomorrow, but it's out today, uh, November 23rd, and it's an hour and 47 minutes, and it's, like, I already talked about the director, so, again, I talk about the story, give you some facts about the movie, talk about the story, talk about the characters, talk about the visuals, talk about the score, and then just kind of open up for whatever, and then I'll give you my rating, uh, from a star system that I'm using for now, one to five, five being good, one being terrible, or none being terrible. Um, and yeah, so story. Again, if you're a fan of this franchise, you'll get just about everything. Any Everything they show you, you'll get it. Or at least you'll understand the reference, even with no context. If you're a casual viewer, meaning you don't watch, you've never really paid attention to Resident Evil, don't know anything about Resident Evil, the games... You're going to be disappointed. If you're a fan of the Anderson films and don't know anything about the games, you're going to be disappointed. So this movie doesn't really please anyone aside from trying to please the fans. And me being a fan of the franchise, I'm not pleased. (laughs) So it tries to... So Resident Evil, just real quick, the games... Uh, the first game is the Mansion game. So my synopsis, my first film that I'm writing, it's focused on the game, really focused on the storytelling, really and get the roots, the birth, the, the, the origin of evil as they advertise in the trailer, but they don't do that at all here. Um, and it really focuses on stars, Bravo Team and Alpha Team, um, the Spencer Mansion, who... Spencer is and all that good stuff. So that's really what the first game and first film that I'm writing is about. The second game, that's where you focus with Leon, Claire, or Raccoon City, the police department, Birkin, all these other elements. Um, and then the, and the underground lab in the, in the, in the city, which again, all I'm talking about so far is just the games, not even the movie. And then you got the third game, which takes place like before, during, after Resident Evil 2, which focuses on Jill being chased by Nemesis and this and this and this. Okay. Um, so this movie tries to combine the first and second games, but it works because it doesn't try to combine the story of the first and second game, let alone the stories of the characters that we get and said he because this guy he took credit as the writer that's why i'm going to put it all on him he took credit as the writer and director and he combined the two concepts which when i say concepts it's the police station and the mansion and made his own made his own shit up again there's gonna be some profanity sorry guys i'm, I'm he makes his own stuff up he rewrites all the character stories and I would appreciate, I wouldn't mind rewriting these characters if it made sense, but it doesn't, it doesn't make sense. Almost every character, main character from the games, their whole backstory, their whole stories rewritten and it's terrible. So let's talk about those characters. Now, I liked all the actors in this movie. 
hear me clearly, I like the actors. I didn't say the characters they were portraying. So let's start with the first one. Your first main character. The main character. Claire Redfield. Played by Kaya Scodelario. I don't know. I've never I don't know who this actress is. Um I didn't mind this actress. She was in Pirates of the Caribbean, Dead Man. Oh, she's from Maze Runner. Oh, okay, I know who this chick is then. <laughs> Just kidding. Okay, so yeah. Uh she's yeah. She's uh she's good. She's good. She played she what she was given, she played it well. Um, I thought it was good as far as how she acted and everything. But this isn't the Claire from the video games. So uh this is a different Claire where I'm trying to I'm trying to figure out how I want to do this because I don't want to spoil. I want to wait till the end to spoil things. You know what? I'm sorry. I'm going to spoil stuff, guys. I can't do this without spoiling things. And there's really nothing to spoil, but there is, but there isn't. <laughs> so this film opens up with these two kids in an orphanage, in the Raccoon City orphanage, a boy and a girl. And you're like, okay, these characters. The the opening is so like lame. It's terrible. Is not like, you know, a movie opens up and it's like supposed to hook you in. You're like, oh, snap, what just happened? Where are we going to go from here? It doesn't do that at all. It was just too like, ooh, ooh, ooh. That's it. I was like, that was the intro. I was like, oh, okay, I guess. So you find out these two kids and she's following this other character that's creepy looking or whatnot. Talk about it in a little bit. And you're just like, okay, okay. What's going to happen? Nothing. And then finally, like, the scene ends with uh, with uh, this other character coming in. And, and then the kid's like, oh, you're the Redfields. Cool. You take good care of your brother, kid. And it's Chris and, Chris and Claire. They're orphans. Their parents died in a car accident. They're in the orphanage. They're probably about the same age. Chris is probably, like, older, about, like, a year, maybe two. And that's the origin of the Redfields. It was terrible. It's terrible. So, yeah, this is a different Claire. Speaking of the Redfields, we have Chris Redfield, Robbie Amell. Again, I like this actor. I think Robbie Amell is a good Chris. I think he's a well cast Chris. Again, I don't like the story they gave him. So he worked with what he had to work with. Um, I think if he had a truer, uh, closer story of his actual video game counterpart story, um, I think it would have been very well. Uh, Robbie Amell would have done a fantastic job. There was actually a few moments where I kind of like believed the, you know, Chris from the first Resident Evil game. So I think he's, I think he did a good job there. And again, with whatever he had, with the story, (laughs) the, the story he had to work with, I mean, it was all right. Tom Hopper from Albert, who played as Albert Wesker. Tom Hopper, I know who he's from. He's from the Umbrella Academy. <laughs> um, again, I thought he, I thought he had great potential to play a good Albert Wesker. Um, I actually didn't mind him being a Wesker, Albert Wesker. But again, his story was terrible. Nothing like the game at all, at all. So, yeah. Avon uh, Hoya, this is uh, he's Leon S. Kennedy. So everyone had an issue with this guy, the way, he the way he looked. Let me tell you something right now, people. If you have a problem, the way he looked as Leon, boy, oh boy, you're going to be even more pissed 
when you see the story they give this guy. It is terrible. It is very terrible. They play like this really rookie, strung out, incompetent, ditzy person who knows nothing. Like at one point in the movie, he holds on, he grabs a shotgun and is like, oh, uh, yeah, I don't know. It must be jammed because he didn't know how to cock it. He didn't know how to do anything from it. He didn't know how to operate a shotgun. I'm like, what is happening right now? What, what are they doing to my boy Leon? I didn't mind the I didn't mind the actor. I didn't mind the way he looked or anything. I know he didn't look all like proper as a, as a, as he looks in the game. wasn't a white guy and everything. That's fine. And they even like poke like one of the other characters pokes fun at him like, oh, you need to cut that you know hippie hair or something. And I'm like, so you guys are aware of it? Like, okay, I guess. But I didn't mind him. The actor, I don't mind him. I don't think he was really fit for this role. If I could have had a different Leon, I would I would appreciated it. But I think. He did. He worked with what he had to work with, and again, his story was just horrendous. Um, Donald Log played as Chief Brian Irons. He was in the Gotham TV show. He's in a lot of other things, but Gotham TV show. I think it was like in Sons of Arnicky as well, maybe. Um, Chief Irons. He did all right. I mean, again, they the story they had, what they were working with, it was just all right, I guess. Um, Neil McDonough, great, another great actor that I like, played William Birkin. Again worked with what he had to work with the story they gave him um and there's a bunch of other characters i'm not going to go into them um they did feature a character from the game lisa trevor which i was excited to see and actually that was one of my focal points in my script i was writing but they do a completely terrible job in this one without really giving any context besides the assumption of her origin and not really giving her the true origin from the games which the games the story of lisa trevor in the video games is a very tragic story. Like it's very sad. Um, you can probably find a YouTube video of someone like kind of just telling the, the Trevor story and just that family, the, the husband, the, the father, the, the mother, the daughter, Lisa, all them. It's, it's a terror. It's sad. It's a sad story. Yeah. No, we get that here. Um, played by different people, the zombies. So actually, no, that would be, I'll talk about it in the visual. So anyways, the characters, Again, I didn't have a... Oh, and I forgot one character, Jill. I almost forgot her. Why? Because she's very forgettable in this movie. Uh, played by Hannah John Cameron. Good actress. I liked her. She's in from Ant-Man and the Wasp. She played as Ghost. All right. She's a good actress. As Jill? No. Not even with the story they gave her. Well, maybe the story they gave her, she fit the role. But it's not Jill in any sense of from the game. Not the appearance, not the character story, not the attitude, nothing. Just didn't like it. Wasn't memorable. Um, so yeah, that's the characters. Again, good actors. Totally different stories. Just completely different. So, it really took me out of the film a couple times because I was just like, I was very cringy throughout the whole movie. I was just like, oh my god, that's not, that's not how this character acts. That's not something they would say. So, um, visuals. I'll tell you what, you do see a liquor in the movie. You see him in the trailer. What you see in the trailer is pretty much what you see in the movie. That's it. Um, the zombies looked weird. I like the idea that they, they over time decayed, like, right. They kind of like were losing their hair, losing their mind or bleeding this and that, but it was too inconsistent. 
because in one moment it's like these zombies that are still like going through they're still competent who they are and remember who they are but they're not so they're not like fully zombies but they are and then there's moments where there's like another zombie in the movie sorry for all the background noise guys one sec and um he um sorry sorry about that just kind of going through some noise here and then um and then yeah so then you see the zombies and it's like in one moment they're like all of a sudden like instant zombies and in another moment they're not and there was just no consistency whatsoever with like how they are zombies if they're not zombies if they are everything it is very weird um like at one point like the truck driver you see in the trailer which was ripped off from the game but done terribly you know he gets infected and he like turns to a zombie kind of almost like instantly in a sense and then his his truck crashes turns to the side crashes blows up burns and literally seconds later you see him just like walking into the PD casual as hell mind you not like limping in any way or anything just walking normal as day on fire and I'm there like what like what (laughs) oh my god so and then sometimes the zombies look weird sometimes they looked really good sometimes they looked very terrible um the zombies were at one moment you know sometimes they're like your normal just zombies you know, walking around slow. And then next thing you know, they're like 20 day later zombies. It was just so much inconsistency. So you didn't really know, is this a zombie or is this a different zombie? Or is this like, what, what is it even a zombie? What is it? What are we, what are we seeing here? You know, I swear to God, they could have walking dead has like what? Six, seven seasons. It's not hard to do zombies, especially if you're doing slow zombies. It really isn't that hard, but apparently it is for this movie. Um, again, like I said, you see the liquor. He's, he looked, he actually looked pretty cool. It was all CG, but it actually looked decent. It's cause it was very dark, the area that they were in. So, you know, that is CGI and dark areas. It's easy. It looks good. But when you start putting light on them, it kind of stand out the monster at the, uh, you see Birkin kind of go through a couple stages of, uh, being a monster. Um, the first stage, I guess the first stage wasn't bad. There's a few moments that kind of like, eh, but it wasn't too bad. The final stage, which you briefly see in the trailer, it just, it looked terrible. Like worse than a C movie. Just looked bad. Like I'd rather them not even show that. And it's like so quick how it happens, everything. I don't know. Um, The score. So the score was good in some parts um, when they weren't playing licensed music. Meaning the move, the film took place in the 90s. So they were playing like, I guess, pop hits from the 90s. Um, I didn't really like that whenever they played that, like it was cool when you had it in context, but then there was sometimes where it was like not really in the same context, but like it could have been cut short and played different. It was like, I don't know. Um, there was a couple moments where like instrumental, it sounded like the games. That was pretty cool. Um, so it was hit or miss. Like, honestly, it was hit or miss. Um, So that was visuals. That was a score. Yeah. It was too short to try and cram what they wanted to cram in this movie. It was very fast paced. It dragged forever. Um, I will give it credit. There was one scene like when they get to the mansion and they uh, split up uh, Chris 
is going and they have like that classic callback, you know, doing a little fan service where they see a zombie eating a character and then they like, hey, you know, what are you doing? And this character, slow, the zombie slowly turns around, which is like super iconic from the first game. Um, that scene was pretty cool. And then like what followed after that, um, you know, there was a zombie attack. So it was like him and I believe it was Richard Aiken. They were both like fighting zombies, but it was just too like, again, it was too inconsistent. Like there was moments where like the zombies were, there was too many, all of a sudden there's like a million of them out of nowhere. And you know, they hold down, they kill, you know, they, they, they'll hold them down and it's like, Oh, you're about to die. But then no, you don't like you see them. They're about to die. Oh my God. There's like five zombies holding, you know, this character down. And then like the scene cuts, the movie cuts to a different scene. And then when you come back to the scene, like to continue where they left, they're like running away from them. Like, wait, what, how did they get out? Like they were dead to rights. Like, how did they survive that? There's no way. But then, no, here they are, seen later. And then they do, they did it like three or like, I want to say they did it like seven times where like you, they're, they're, there's like overwhelmed with zombies. Like you're going to die. Any other character that's not a main character died. You're going to die. But then they cut away and then they come back to it. And he's like, oh, no, somehow you escaped that. And you're just like, okay, I guess <laughs> that's we're just going to go ahead and accept that somehow you you broke out of being held down by five zombies and not a scratch or a bite or anything on you cool um but yeah the story they're trying to tell it it was just uh an hour and 47 minutes wasn't enough um and honestly i wish it was shorter because the the movie's just bad not good it was not good i'm sorry if you like the movie, hey, congratulations. There's a lot of good movies out there that I personally don't like. Um, and there's a lot of good movies that I, or bad, good movies that I like and others don't. That's fine. Everyone has their own opinion. I, this, as a fan of the franchise, it's just terrible. And, I, and again, I wasn't expecting the recreation of the game itself, but a proper context of the game. Um, but yeah, uh, it just didn't, it, it, it just didn't do it for me. And that's why I'm writing my own story because I'm like, you know, if you want to get something done right, do it yourself. Whether or not my movie get, will, will ever get made, I don't care. As long as I know that I wrote something good and it makes more sense. And I'm not even done. Just my first act of my film that I've written is better than this movie. Hell, if you played the video games, the original PlayStation 1, the live action opening of that game, which is so terrible, is 100 times better than this movie. Like I'd rather, I'm actually going to go, I'm going to go on YouTube and find it and watch that because that was more Resident Evil than anything else. So zero to five stars, I'm going to give it a one star. And even then I kind of feel it's generous, but I'll give it one star only because I did, I, you know, as out of context of the fans force fan service that was in there with like the set piece and stuff. It was cool seeing them in the big screen. It's just disappointing that they were not utilized properly. Um, and I did like, like again, I did like Robbie Amell as Chris didn't care for a story, but I did like him as Chris and I did like his scene in the mansion. It was pretty intense. Yeah. It, it really kind of um, had that dread, that survival dread. Like he kind of cycled, through his guns like he had a little like i think a little machine gun then he ran out of ammo then he went to his pistol and then he ran out of that so then he went to his knife like that's kind of what you do in the games you run out of stuff you get to your, your next weapon you run you hide you do what you can and they did that 
even though it was kind of done in a weird way because like it was like really dark so it was really a lot of flashlights and a muzzle flash from the gun so like anytime you really saw what was happening it was a muzzle flash like he was shooting a zombie so you'll see a quick scene 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 it was it was done not bad but um it was cool like uh, that was like added the entire movie like that whole scene with him and richard aiken in the mansion was like probably the highlight of the entire movie i was like yo this okay here we go here we go um but that's it everything else was just it just dragged and it just again i didn't i didn't really i didn't appreciate the story that they were doing to the characters because they they rewrote them all they did it all different so um yeah that's kind of where i'm at with that film so one star there is a post-credit scene um it's mid credit so it's in the middle of it um if you want to see that it's uh even that was disappointing they introduce another fan favorite character but it's like i guess and then they like kind of add a little more or their origin of another character which i feel is kind of stupid but whatever I, I i gotta understand that this is just a completely different universe of resident evil storytelling just like the anderson films the only difference is the Anderson films are more entertaining than this was. This this was this 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 is like one of the timelines that Loki created from the Loki show that just went into a piece of shit. <laughs> uh it's I don't know, man. It was terrible. I mean I don't know. I don't like it. Again, you might like it. You might enjoy the movie. Uh, if you do, I mean, by all means, that's your, that's, I'm happy for you. I'm happy that you find enjoyment out of it. It's just, I, I just don't see it, man. I just don't see it. Fans of the, I've said it, fans of the franchise will like all the little references. Like, for example, you see the reference, you see the, uh, the Ashford twins, which play a big role in the game, especially in Code Veronica. You see them in the movie out of context with no explanation. So unless you're a fan of the franchise and you've played the games and you know who the Ashford twins are, you're going to be like, Oh snap, look at that. Okay. But that's it. Literally. That's it. Nothing else. There's no, they don't seek to find out who they are. They don't even know who they are. The only reason you know, it's the Ashford twins is because on one of the, cause you know, it's a, it's a film reel because it takes place in the 90s, you you see on one of the ca- canisters of the film where it says Ashford Twins, and Leon just like moves it to the side and opens up a book. So for all we know, they weren't the Ashford Twins, you know what I mean? But we do know because, you know, fan of the game. So if you're a casual viewer who doesn't know nothing about the games, you're going to be like, who are those little, who are those, those two blonde white kids? What was that about? Who are they about? What do they have to do with anything that we just saw right now? Nothing. That's what they had to do with anything you just saw right now. Nothing. And literally like 80% of the movie has to do with nothing. Like things will happen and you're like, oh my God, are we going to go back to that? No. What did that mean? We don't know. Why did that happen? We don't know. Is it going to change the impact of the ending or the story? No. Then why was it in the film? We don't know. 
that that's that's literally it that's that's this movie in a nutshell you know how did they get there i don't know wasn't he about to die like how did he survive i don't know how did she know she knew this i don't know how did this guy get attacked and was able to fly a helicopter i don't know Why, <laughs> why, why was, why was at the beginning of the movie, why was Claire on the side of a road hitchhiking in the dark when it's raining and some, and some, uh, truck driver had to pick up? I don't know. She don't have a car. No, I don't know. So she had no transportation. I don't know. So some random potential, you know, sexual, uh, predator picked her up. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it just Oh my god. It's that that's this movie. That's this movie. So, anyways, I I'm done with it. I would love to talk more about it. I want to have a hopefully I can get some more uh get a guest down the road and we'll talk about it. We'll dissect more of this movie cuz I'm a I'm passionate. I am really passionate about this franchise. Um, this again, I had very low expectation going into this film. I did not expect for it to be as bad as it was. I knew it was gonna be bad, but not as bad as it was. So yeah, if you see it and you enjoy it, Hey, kudos. I'm glad you did. Um, I'm sure I'll see it again when it releases. Cause I know, I know, I don't know what I'm about. I will buy it when it releases and even that's giving it too much credit. But again, I'm, I'll see it then and figure it out. In the meantime, I'm going to go watch the live action opening of the first resident evil game and uh, just appreciate how appreciate that uh, over the topness because this was just, whew. yeah. <laughs>